One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r/slash malicious compliance video. Pulling off a really good malicious compliance is so sweet. The only thing sweeter than that are the people who hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. Also, I've set up a channel membership, just in case you want to show your support and help keep storytime going for as long as possible. So if you love my videos or want to have your comments shown like this one by Phantasm, click the join button below this video. That said, our first story of the day is by Sita Miet, Supervisor Handoff. So this was around 17 years ago, but reading a bunch of these posts made me think about it all over again. I was an overnight supervisor at a steak and shake in Florida, making 9 bucks an hour to essentially supervise myself, doing all the positions in the kitchen at the same time, while our one server handled everything in the dining room. One of the policies of the store was that no supervisor or manager could leave until their relief manager showed up. I come to work on a Tuesday night for a shift that goes from around 10pm to 8am, do the normal thing and my relief manager doesn't show up. So I just stayed. Breakfast shifts comes in, I continue to operate in the capacity I'm in. I'm 19 at the time and have some kind of sleep disorder that allows me to run on very little sleep so I just roll with it. The breakfast manager never showed up and the GM didn't bother coming in that day. 10pm rolls around again which would have been the start of my shift all over again so I'm still stuck there. At this point, I've dragged a stool from the back room to the kitchen so I can rest my feet, but I'm otherwise attentive and continue to process orders in a timely fashion. Shift number two draws to a close. GM was scheduled to come in for that morning, flaked on it. Now I'm on my second day straight being in this building and no relief comes. We're back to my shift again. I'm some weird combination of exhausted and livid. 8am rolls around again for the third time and my GM comes in as the breakfast relief manager. I can only imagine I looked horrible but he somehow found it in him to complain that the sourdough bread wasn't stocked. Told him it was stocked two days ago, clocked out and slept in my car in the adjoining Walmart parking lot because I didn't trust myself on the road. The rest of the week played out as normal. Cue later on in the week, the assistant general manager pulls me into the back office to have a talk with me. She was going over payroll and was deeply confused as to how my $9 an hour self out-earned everyone this week. I explained working two days straight will do that and how I didn't have a choice given the policy. To her credit, she wasn't angry but astonished. It was a rather glorious paycheck to my teenaged self. If you worked at a place where they said you cannot stop working or leave your shift until your relief comes in, but they just don't show up, would you just keep on working straight through? Or would there be a point where you just give up and say, this is too much for me, I need my time, I'm going home? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is by Intimity138. My manager told me to stay in the back at my first job at McDonald's, been there for three years. I would be in the back drive through for the last year of my work. My rude manager, we'll call her Karen, was there today. Not surprised that my replacement called in sick. She always calls in when Karen works that shift with her. So Karen told me that I was gonna be in the back all day that I was not going anywhere else, no matter what. I'm gonna stay there until 10 p.m. I was already there since 6 a.m. in the morning. The afternoon staff is always shorthanded. When she told me that, I complied to her demands. 
told my GM before he left for the day. On to the gross part. This occurred around 6pm. When this homeless lady comes in, I do have horrible tales about her, but that's for another Reddit. She goes into the restroom to wash up. When she comes out from there, she's telling us the restroom was full of poop everywhere. On the walls, the toilet, and the ceiling. This is not the first time this has happened. She was like, clean the restroom. Like, lady, you always mess up the restroom. But I digress. Karen comes to me and says, you need to clean the restroom. I'm like, I have to stay here all day. Karen says, no, no, you have to listen to what I say. I snap back with, I am Karen. You told me I'm going to stay here all day. She got angry real quick. She even tried to write me up for disrespecting the manager. I'm like, you told me to stay back here all day. You either clean up or I leave and you still clean it up. I told the GM what you told me. He'll back me up on it too. I complied with her demands of staying back there. She cleaned up the restroom and never bothered me like that again. I kept my job, had a big laugh about it with my colleagues. Eight months later, I left that horrible job. I'm now at a better job where I almost get paid three times as much now. She's still there after five years after I left, still making it heck for people. I want to add that the owner didn't care either. The only time they ever cared about anything besides money was either about the law or suing them. Other than that, they hardly cared about us. I was getting paid $7.25 at McDonald's. Now I'm getting paid $19.50. I've been with my current job for five years now. Man, imagine being in that situation where this manager says, you're staying here all night, you gotta stay here and help out in the back, specifically the back. Some lady comes in and smears poo all over the bathroom, over the walls and everything. Obviously, you don't want to have to clean it up, so you go back to the person and say, you, get in there and clean it up. And the person catches you in it and says, I'm not here on a shift, I'm here to help out in the back. You relieve me from my duties back here, I'm going home and realizing they're exactly right. They don't have to, knowing you're doomed to have to clean up the poopy McDonald's bathroom walls. This next story is by some account 89235. Housing cooperative pisses me off. This may paint me in a bad light, but eh, I don't care that much. Just to note that this happened in Poland. I'm living in a block of flats with slightly higher standards, meaning we have a gate and our own parking spaces, trash cans, camera system, and everything. I work as a programmer and remotely. I'm also single and I keep mostly to myself, try to never harm anyone, not get into any drama, just live slowly and steadily alone, barely leaving home except doing groceries. So my neighbors know me as that homeowner that never causes any problems and is always helpful or polite. One time, I had to replace my current bed. It was old, dirty, and I just wanted something better. So I ordered a new bed and dismantled my old one, ready to be taken out. Once every two weeks, a truck comes in and checks through the neighborhood to take away all the big things set aside beside the trash containers. That day was tomorrow. Sadly, I live on floor three. So taking my old bed alone would just be too hard for me alone. I asked my brother for help, but he couldn't have done it tomorrow, so he helped today. Now, before this, our block's terms of service say that you're not allowed to put out big trash except on the day the truck comes. So, not wanting to make any outbursts, I asked my favorite neighbor for a favor. If I could put it on their parking spot the day before, because, well, I wouldn't be able to do it on the correct day. He gave me a thumbs up. Then I checked with another member of the housing cooperative board if it's fine since the owner of the spot knows. He said it's also okay for him. I moved on with the plan. My brother came in, we moved my old bed outside, occupied the spot, and called it a day. That's when the Karen came in. 
She's around 50 plus years old from the looks. You know, the type that sits the whole day in the window and tries to find something to complain about. She got into my home and tried to explain that it's against our community rules. So I had to have it taken away right now. I in exchange tried to explain to her why I did that, how I got approval from people and whatnot. She was not having it. She threatened to call the police on me for littering if I didn't get it done today. I said, sure, okay, I guess I'm technically in the wrong here, so I'll just comply. I called a private company to take the bed away today. I also specifically went to her home and told her it would be done today. She said it's fine. So the truck arrives, they start taking away the bed, and so does the police. Apparently she already did call the police without waiting for me to do anything. I'm livid and literally panicking. Not because I was afraid of a fine or anything, but just because it was the first time in my life that someone did something hostile to me, even though I said I'd do what she wants. I explained the whole situation. The police see no problem, they don't even cite me anything. They just give me a handshake, pat my back, and leave. The lady that called the police looks out the window and yells, thank you officers, with a grin. I am even more upset at this point. I think to myself, you want to perfectly obey the law? Fine, I'll make sure you do. I see her taking out the trash. I clearly hear glass bottles in the bag. I look out the window. She throws it in the wrong container. I call the community board. Bam, your rent went up because you don't comply with our sorting garbage rules. Next day I come back with groceries. I see her car. She parked a little over the line, so it's basically like taking up two spaces. I call the police, bam, she gets a fine. She walks out her dog in our private space. As I watch her through the window, I see her dog pooping and she doesn't scoop it up. Oh, did you just do that? I call the community board with a complaint. She came to me and wanted to apologize. Now here's the part that makes me look bad. I said, no, I don't accept it. Why? Because I'll admit, I am vindictive to people who try to create trouble for others without very good reason. I said, All I'm doing is making sure you're following the community rules. Is that wrong? And she scoffed at me something rude and went away. I've been doing that three months now. A month ago, she was kicked off the board for too many rules violations. Today, she moved out. But before she did, she made sure to put a bag of trash on my doorstep while I was away. Sad for her, she's stupid and the trash contained a letter with her information on it. So I had the last laugh by reporting it to the police. I know, rules are rules, I was technically in the wrong first for breaking them. But the moment she went out of her way to enforce them, and then screw me anyway, that's when the line was crossed. I have no shame for bullying her out of here, I was just doing the god's work and ensuring that the rules are not broken. I personally see nothing wrong with what OP did here. In my eyes, we're all human. We sometimes need a little bit of help. In situations where somebody puts something in the parking lot and they're not supposed to, first of all, I probably wouldn't question it until it was clear that they violated something. Like if the bed never got picked up, then sure, but if it's there for one day and then it gets picked up, who cares? But the bottom line, if I ever talk to the person and they explain to me, I'm on the third floor, I can't do it myself on trash day, I just need to set it there for literally one day, I'm not going to be the type of person to complain about that. What kind of ridiculous stuff is that? So this Karen in the apartment complex or whatever trying to enforce these rules and calling the police, they got everything they deserved because who wants to live near a neighbor that treats people like that? Our next story is by Tiny Alien. 
You want all of the leftover eggnog? Fine. This happened yesterday. My mother makes homemade eggnog sometimes, and since yesterday was Thanksgiving, she made it. We all got some, but she left the rest of it to my younger brother and I, since no one else wanted any more. My younger brother has this idea that he's entitled to things simply because he does a chore he has to do, even though everyone else in the house has already taken their turn in doing so. He thought the rest of the eggnog should be his. Usually I'd split it, but he was saying how he should have all of the leftover eggnog the whole time we were drinking. Now this is where the compliance is. Since the eggnog is homemade, the spices tend to fall to the bottom of the drink, and is usually dumped out when we're done. No one likes the spice bottom, especially my brother. We walk over to the rest of the eggnog. I pour his cup first and refill his cup with all of the leftover eggnog. This included a quarter inch of the spice bottom, which was now at the top of his drink. He tried telling me to stop, but I simply said, you wanted all of it, so I'm just giving you all of it. He couldn't drink it right away since he had to wait for it to settle. He complained to my parents, but they and my older brother just laughed. Totally worth giving up my share. You gotta love relatives that don't want to share at all. If there's a situation where you can let them have that share, but you can suck all the fun out of it, that's worth it enough for your sibling. And our final story of the day is by TJ Max one brand new manager tries to fire me, let's see how this ends. I'm a 100% disabled vet, but I still wanted to work for as long as I can. I worked in a large company that contracted to many of the big oil companies. For years, I had excellent reviews and the customers loved me. My manager got promoted and one of my coworkers became the newly promoted manager. He started out fine, but then as he went through management training, he became that boss people hate. He was trying to flex his muscles by using all the usual tricks of setting you up to fail in order to fire me and a couple of others. Why? I have no idea. One day at work, I had a major medical emergency that left the right half of my body with no feeling at all, completely numb. That took me out of the office for several weeks while I used steroids to try and help sort out the issue. A couple months in an MRI and spinal tap later, they discovered I had multiple sclerosis. After I was diagnosed, he decided to pull me out of the customer site and have me work in the office. My job had zero office work. I spent nearly a year in the office getting paid to do stupid mind-numbing BS while he tried to figure out a way to fire me. Since the initial issue was medical, it proved to be very difficult, so he would try to assign me to long-term duties, like six months, hundreds of miles from home knowing I could not do them. He was nitpicking any menial task I did not perform to his liking. He knew I couldn't travel as I have to see several doctors every month, and I could only refill medications from my local veterans affairs clinic. While he was trying to fire me, I was talking to HR about my disability and how it's obvious that I can no longer perform my job for safety concerns. That was the reason my boss pulled me into the office. I also informed HR about how the manager treated me and several other employees. They had me do several things, including sending my medical records to a company medical doctor to make sure I was being honest, I assume. In the end, HR decided to put me out on pre-approved early retirement with short and long-term disability. Now I'll get paid from the company till I'm 67, all before he could get the chance to fire me. Additionally, several other workers quit around the same time as me, and a short time after I left, he was replaced 
by a different coworker. Thanks, boss. Don't you love that because you had medical disability, they were trying to shift you around and give you all these hard jobs? That only made it easier to give HR your case of why you can't keep working and get early retirement? By trying so desperately to find a way to fire OP, they gave them all the evidence they needed to get a nice, comfy early retirement. Thanks, OP's boss. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.